Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 306. This week, we've had a bit of a news hiatus, so we're going to get back into the news, and we've got a lot to cover, so we're going to be snappy on the news, and then we've got a movie quiz. Hopefully, there's no shenanigans going on with this quiz. <laughs> that Everyone's never happens board. on this no show. No shenanigans, never. no cheating, nothing like that. <laughs> today in the Toy Power Studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. Scotty. Hello there. And for his very first appearance on Toy Power, a man who has had many mentions over has, the years, yeah. Nick. Welcome, Nick. Thanks, guys. Um, happy to be here. And yeah, I do love the mentions. I'm sort of run to the house and go, oh, someone, they, they mentioned me again. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shout out. I'm I, on the show. I, I'm famous. Um, <laughs> but Nick Nick's claim to fame was the, the big toy sale, the big brokering deal that you did probably about five, six years ago. Yes, that's right. The, the, the best premium yep. boxed collection. Stuck in a cupboard. In Adelaide. Yep. It's going Every back. dino ride, as you can imagine, there were Star Wars vintage figures. There were Ninja Turtles, Turtles galore. Yeah. It, it was just, it was a, a, a month of, Spending basically all my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, sort of linked me up with you guys quite a bit, actually. I've always been around the um, Adelaide toy and sort of collectibles sort of people around, but you guys met pretty much all of you except for you, Scotty. But um, it was an amazing collection that I found because a, a mate of mine said, oh, do you reckon you could help me sell my toys? Uh, he's around 60, 70. And what he'd done just to sort of paint the picture is he had bought for his son toys, but he'd also bought extras just to put him in the cupboard and keep them. And he kept them in the boxes sealed. And yeah, as, as Trent alluded, Dino Riders, which to me at the time was, I didn't even know what they were, but um, blew a few heads, I think when we, when I showed, <laughs> showed those around the place and um, the Star Wars ones really were amazing. So a lot of original stuff. A lot of turtle stuff, which have brought a lot, yep. a lot of the guys in this room yep. there. Um, but yeah, I think um, one thing that did come out of it though is um, Star Wars Black Series because I had <laughs> bought one or two, <laughs> and then and then um, Trent said, oh, "I've got a couple if you want to buy them." And yeah, then that was that was the end of that. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I actually I was thinking because it was it's celebration at the moment. Star yeah. Wars big celebration. I went into the city today. I was looking at some Black Series figures. And I thought of Nick as I was grabbing a few of my Black Series to bring down for the show. Yeah. And I'm like, I reckon Nick's got pretty much every one. <laughs> He's got a pretty, pretty full collection. And back then, that was the start of the journey. Yeah. I'd probably had about three or four because uh, the reject shop had put them out for like $10. And I was like, I'll just grab one or two. Um, but I've been collecting comics since I was 12 and everything else. Once I start collecting, I need to have all of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah, probably a couple of years ago I'd filled them all. So, yeah, I've got them all. (laughs) Um, I I mean, there's a few random ones. Well, okay, let me at least – I don't have all those stupid variants. Yeah, the the credit versions or the Christmas ones. I have the the core ones. Um, 
yeah, so it's um taken a whole bunch of stuff off my shelf and now it's all Star Wars toys in the garage. So yeah. And no. you're in the process of opening them all and then discarding the cardboard. Ditch those packages. Yeah. Yeah. Let them breathe. Yeah. Let them breathe. Let them breathe. <laughs> what I I initially had the boxes sitting behind the figures, which yep. I think I found out that you did and having a look in um, Frank's room here, is, you know, there's a little bit of packaging in the back there but not much, which is awesome because <laughs> you were the big advocate to just get bloody rid of them. Yep. <laughs> um, and I was on the fence and went to the patrons and said, all right, this is what I'm thinking of doing and getting rid of the boxes because I actually stored the boxes in our walk-in wardrobe and my wife, <laughs> who is lovely and is completely understanding of all my um, toy and comic book habits, um, said, oh, I just you know, what are we going to do with those? What, what have you got them for? And I was like, fine. And I, I was running out of room in my garage. So, yeah, it was time to throw them all out. So I threw out, yeah, probably 250 oh, Black wow. Series boxes, which is interesting because there was so much plastic yeah. yeah, and so much cardboard. And the fact is with the plastic, I couldn't actually fold it down into flat packing. Yep. So it took at least four weeks of rubbish bin yeah, r- mm. through. And then, you know, they've got rid of the windowless stuff. And now it's coming and back. And now again. it's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like this was a really interesting discussion because spot on. Like, you've opened up your figures, you've got them in hand. Windowless is great because you just fold up the cardboard. Yeah. Like, it's fantastic. Mm. The and, and like I was wanting to really be on board with the windowless. I, I'm trying to embrace it. I got the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon figures. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones. I got them through pop culture. They they arrived like they would. You get it in a box. You open it up, and I'm like, oh, cool. Open them up. Fantastic. Like all the pain apps were like you would expect and what you've seen. And then like there's this G.I. Joe figure, the guy with the lips. Yeah. He's oh, just got yeah, I yes, put a yep. picture. Like yep, yep. And, and he looks nothing like the image they've put on the box. Mm-hmm. The the pain apps obviously come undone or is different on that version. And like, you know, line up the figure with the production, with the imaging that they've done when they've shot it in a uh, warehouse six months prior mm. that's tricky and that that for me is you know the part is when you're sitting on the shelves and you're picking your figures how do you know what's in there like yeah. it's it, like yep. you, you might have done your research as yeah. an adult collector and that might be fine but i'm just wondering how many people are either not buying or returning which is going to be a big problem and you know this thing where you know you'll see these photos on Online, it'll be like, you know, look what I found on the shelves. And it will be some 2006 Toy Biz figure stuffed back into like yeah. a, a box yeah. and they've returned it. Could you even imagine what's going in on some uh, of the returns exactly. on those boxes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be anything. Could, could be. Yeah. Might, might it, yeah, it might not even be toys. <laughs> yeah. So very, very yeah. interesting. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Like I, I get the collectors wanting the plastic. But gee, yeah, the environment's taking a hit. To, uh, well, I mean, that Hasbro, um, I don't know if we've got this in our run, G, but Hasbro basically said that it's supposedly biodegradable, you know, right. environmentally yep. friendly plastic. But it's uh, it's a, like if they'd done this maybe at the end of the year, they've given Windowless like a full 12 months. Yeah. But for them to turn it around so quickly, that's that they must have just been inundated with uh, feedback in inverted commas. Um, and or people have voted with their wallets and they're watching and the bottom line. That's the yeah. feedback yep. is the, exactly is the right. numbers. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Now, to welcome Nick onto the show, we've got the traditional three questions. Favorite film as a 10 year old. Now, we are going to have the quiz at the end. Now, is were you 10 in 86? Yes. Around? Yep. I'm One of, I reckon old. that is the <laughs> best year to be alive. I reckon 86 Ooh, in my mind. Big like, 
as a, as a toy collector, it was probably one of the best years sure. I reckon. Eighty six, eighty seven, like pinnacle. So what was what was happening in movies for you, Nick, at the time? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd, uh, apologies to listeners and and those who know me know it's just there's two words that I'm obsessed with, which is Star Wars. So yes, Star Wars was me as a ten year old. Um, I, I it's just really clear in my mind even just watching it at that age. Um, the fact is is because we had a VHS video copied off the TV of it because we didn't actually have the physical versions at the time because 86, they probably would have been you know, too expensive at the time. Um, but, yeah, we had it taped off the off Channel 10. For some reason I can remember that. <laughs> and it started when the two droids went into the escape pod. So I actually missed Vader's entrance. Wow. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't know whether I'd seen it. I'm, I'm sure I'd seen it before. I know I saw Empire in the cinema when I was really young and I saw Jedi. Yep. Um, but I remember having that Star Wars VHS, VHS as a 10-year-old for so long. And, yeah, we didn't get a VHS. My dad bought us a VHS copy, my sister and I, at night in 92. So I would burn through that for years and years and years. And I'm sure I had the other two on VHS as well. So, yeah, that was my – and still, it still is my favourite film. To be honest, it's um, I'm I try not to latch onto nostalgia too much, but this mm. is the one thing that will always get me. Yeah, I think the fact is Star Wars just continues to evolve with all the new stories is really good, and yeah, it's it, the the other the other interesting thing with Star Wars is actually the thing that forces me to upgrade my home theater. So every time it comes out on something new, I have to get. A new TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's in or 4K. A, yeah. It's in, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've so got you, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray yeah. to 4K. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you've had about eight iterations of different <laughs> yeah. home systems with all George Lucas's updates. Yeah, yeah. I've always said to Cherry, my wife has said, yep, uh, when it's on 4K, we're going to get a new setup. And, yeah, as soon as it did, yep. Yep. New, yep. new television and new, I think, yeah, new player as well and, yeah, all sorts of stuff. So, yes, <laughs> um, Star Wars for the film, definitely. Hands down. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. And uh, so naturally, 86, great time for toys. Yeah. What was your favourite toy as a 10-year-old? Oh, I'll have to throw a couple in here. And I think being that you said it's 86 is the epitome for toys, I'm, I'm interested to get a little bit from you guys as well. But, again, Star Wars toys, Return of the Jedi. Um, Gamorrean Guard for some reason yep. really rings a bell. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, it was okay. just it was a big figure. It was... Oh, it was quite screen accurate. It just was a cool figure. I do remember getting it from my aunt for Christmas and was a big fan of Return of the Jedi because I was old enough to get it and probably latch on to all the marketing and the toys and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff And and uh, versus I think, uh, you know, Empire was like 80, so I was like four. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, at the time, I had a lot of classic space Lego. Yes. Ooh, yes. Um, so, which, believe it or not, having a look around and listening to you guys for, for a while, it's the only original toy from my childhood I still have. Mm, nice. Yeah. Okay. Because um, there's bad stories about my other toys of where they went. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my dad found my um, big tub of Space Lego in 2010 uh, just before my son was born. So it was a great, um, you know, freaking out just before having a first child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's toys I'll, I'll start, you know, getting back into that sort of stuff. So that actually rebooted my Lover Lego in mid-2010. So, yep. yeah, a lot of that classic space Lego. I still try and pick up a bit here and there, mm. um, but, yeah, not too much of that. But, yeah, definitely I did have just 
little bit there is also I did have a sort of bump from Star Wars to Transformers around that time as mm. well. Um, but never really latched onto that as much as I did with Star Wars. I had a lot of the figures. Um, I'm, this may be my last thing I say on here. I don't remember the 86 movie very much. And well, nor, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nor do I really have much nostalgic ties to it, but, you know, that's okay. Um, I do own the Blu-ray, but I have a thousand movies, so that doesn't probably doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> yeah. um, but also I do remember only ever having the second-rate figures and I do. I think I feel quite dark about that. Yep, actually, yep. I only ever had Cliff Jump. I never had Bumblebee. Yeah, okay. I always had Slag. I didn't have Grimlock. I had all <laughs> yep. these just just smaller ones, and never had any of the big ones. I think probably had one of the Seekers as well. Never had Starscream. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I always wanted Soundwave. Oh man, yeah. Sound, I think that's Good. the reason I latched onto Transformers so hard is mm. because I got one of the, in my opinion, the best. Characters, the core characters so yeah. early on in my trend in in my collecting days yep. that that just latched onto the uh property so hard you know and i just never let go and still to this day i haven't i, I love Soundwave is you know my favorite transformer sound wave yeah. superior yeah. cliff jumper <laughs> inferior yeah. yeah so um yeah no i think i was the opposite because i never mm. got the really good ones so I never really latched onto it yeah. until i folded Probably mm. from listening to you guys when the um, I mean, the, you know, I, war, I had, war from Cybertron stuff came out. I mean, yeah. probably the only <laughs> superior one to Soundwave was Pretender Grimlock. Uh, you know, so uh, <laughs> it's almost as good as a bike, isn't, isn't it? Bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and just that that poor <laughs> transformation. You know, three three um, changes and he's done. Uh, so yeah, I can I can relate. I never had any of the Dinobots. Gr- Pretender Grimlock was my only. Uh, claim to fame. And he was probably. a pretender. Yeah, yeah, in in all forms. So, um, yeah, so as an adult, getting the Dinobots was a huge deal for me. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Hey, you're a big comic collector as well and yes. your comic knowledge is off the charts. I think you got picked up, was it for your team, Scotty, in the Toy Power oh, quiz? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Captain Scotty's got yes. Nick on the team and going to romp in the comic. Um, did you have a favourite comic book? Um. Yeah, okay. Um, well, actually, um, yeah, I was here a bit earlier fishing through some <laughs> toys. Uh, I've been a big fan of the X-Men since 90. So I, actually the first comic I pulled from the newsagent was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Archie. Right. Mm. Number, Number 10, I think. Okay, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, That was the first ever comic and that started me, started the ball rolling because right. I had to have everything. Mm. But then I was just going to newsagents because I didn't know where the comic book shop was at yeah. the time. Yep. Um and yeah, picked up X Men number one, the Jim Lee one in ninety one, oh, I think it was. That's so the good. one. Yep. And yeah, and there was like multiple covers there, and I even grabbed those, which is yeah, terrible. But um, <laughs> yeah, read that and made no sense whatsoever, but it looked amazing. <laughs> yes. And so I just picked up a few of those, and then I picked up a couple of Spider Mans from there, and then I started looking, um, in the yellow pages because there was no <laughs> That's internet. What you did, yeah. Yellow pages. That's what you did. Yep. And um. <laughs> Yeah, so I was 12, so this is about 88. Um, yeah, just and then found um, Tony's comic shop, yep. like Comic Center, and um, yeah, went there every week to get my crack hit for yeah. 20 years. This is uh, it sounds familiar for yeah. a lot of Adelaideans, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. 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 So what, what an Scotty awakening it was at that age to go to Tony's. It was ridiculous, store. yeah. yeah. Was. No. From, from the news agent, where you've probably got you know, like a, a strip. Of comics yeah. Yep. Yeah. to where the entire... And that store was huge. It was. That, in that arcade there, that first store that he had mm. uh, was just... I can picture going in yeah. there just being yeah. overwhelmed. Yep. 
yeah, so I'd go there every oh. week um, with whatever pocket money I had and pick up my hit of comics and, yeah, it was um, – I've now got – I probably peaked at about 12,000 comics. Oof. I think I'm down to about eleven or t- 10 or 11,000 because I sold about 3,000 over COVID just because I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was buying stuff. So, yeah, yeah just yeah. trimmed out the collection a bit. But, yeah, um, yeah, X-Men would probably be my favourite comic, but then um, we talked about Invincible. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. It's just an amazing superhero comic. They really just nailed that. Walking Dead. Yep. A lot of the Vertigo stuff as well from the 90s, like Sandman. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Sandman. Yeah, Sandman. Yep. Sandman. Hellblazer and Sandman yeah. I only recently read fully and they are just mind-blowing. And then probably lastly, um, Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Hellboy as a comic is really, really good. Like it's just dark. It's horror. Like Mike Mignola's art is amazing. Yep. It's just completely different. And the stories are just really quirky and just, yeah, I, I can't speak highly of it. Uh, more highly of it. It's definitely something worth picking up for anyone who's out there. So yeah, very good. Cool. What oh. that's uh, that that is a fantastic intro. Thank you for that. We're going to hit our first segment. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? She's got a new hat. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's topical because we've mm. got a hit movie, not yes, a shit movie. That's right. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yep. yep. I'll back that up. And NECA. NECA have been doing some of the vintage LJN figures. A couple more. Very exciting to get. We've got basically the fearless Strongheart devotes his life to justice. And of course, with armor like that, silver, white feather in the in the helmet, blue cape. Looking fantastic. Multiple hands, hammer, sword, knife, shield, and the evil assassin Zarek. So whatever he makes, makes uh, lacks in height, he makes up for in his accessories. He's got the alternate <laughs> head as but, well. But look how cheeky that it's look great. is. He is yeah. just, yeah. you cannot Face. trust him. He, he, is yeah. You can't, I think, can you? He's I up think, to no good. I think that is awesome. It comes with a little spell potion and things, a little uh, grappling hook. Grappling so, hook with you some know, string. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're phenomenal figures and based very uh, faithfully off the originals. So. It's fascinating. I picked up a lot uh, a little while back of these. Funnily enough, it was a lot of the vintage LJN figures and it was the first four that NECA did. So there was also the guy with the snake kind of yep. armor. Yep. Um, and then War Duke, who's yes. very famous. Yes. Yep. And holding, they're, they're small figures. They're kind of four inch. They're, they're that. A little bit taller than Joe's. Yeah, a little yeah. bit bulkier than a yep. Joe. Mm. But they're not, there's not a lot of detail to them. These are just incredible the way NECA have kind of taken the design and just made it look like a. Ultimate. App- yeah, it's like yeah. they just are yeah. oh, the sculpt. It's actually like when you hold the LJ in your in your hand, you're like, <laughs> oh, it's a bit underwhelming now yeah, that you've yeah. seen these. But there's you know something quaint about them. Now, one little segue quickly. There was a an issue when Super Shredder went up online. Yes, that's right. With yes. pop culture here in yep. Australia, mm, and, yeah. and and there yep. was sort of. You know, what happened with the was, Super Shredder? Did, there, was, there was three stories, what NECA said, what pop culture said, and the truth and somewhere the truth. in the middle. <laughs> but, but I think, I think, like, if you cut through all that, mm. I think what was happening at the time was international markets were finding it really hard to get Super Shredder. And, and pop culture would get all the NECA products, so they would just list it. And I think whether they jumped the gun or not, 
who knows mm. but they've listed super shredder and i think necker was going to list it on their website for international for international sale. fans mm. and pop culture ships internationally so i think a lot of people a lot of international fans which which is not what necker wanted this to be an international release they wanted it for the australian market I think a lot of international fans jumped on it From and Bob grabbed Bob. it. Yeah, yeah. And then Necker got their nose out of joint and basically said, well, you're not getting any. No, yeah. what are you, uh, soup yep. Nazi. Mm. No <laughs> super shredders <laughs> for you. And they pulled it. And so, of course, pop culture had to go out and say, sorry, sorry guys, we're yeah. cancelling your super shredder, which isn't the best look. Yeah. Mm. Shortly after that, pop culture put out a kind of a press release to say we're not going with Necker products anymore. The QC hasn't been good. There's been mm. delays. There's been obviously cancellations yeah. of people's orders, and we don't like it. Scrolling. So this is this was when did Super Shredder? It's like oh, eighteen it months, two years, years something yeah, like that. Least, yeah. Scrolling through pop culture the other day, what came up? But these two Dungeons and Dragons figures mm. by Necker. Yeah, so okay. clearly. You know, costume mm. costume stores look out <laughs> yeah. because yeah, there's <laughs> some competition stores. back now. But <laughs> but you know, in that void, it was so fascinating yeah. because these these Necker products are basically floating around costume shops. Mm. Yep. yep, that are kind of like in that nostalgic. You know, get your you know Transformers costume and also buy a Necker figure, <laughs> but, which but is in, the in, weirdest but thing. In saying that, I I defend this costume land or whatever they're called <laughs> uh, because um yeah, the true. the main uh you know stakeholder and uh, for Mythic Legions in Australia is a coin company. Yes, like a coin it dealer. Yep. Yeah, and they're the only ones that have got the marks collectible. Oh, no, good on them. Like yeah, that's they're right. great because yeah. that's yeah. how I've got some of my yep. Ninja Turtles yep. Necker figures. Yeah. yeah. They and saw, without they saw the void and yeah. jumped in. Like, good, yeah, no, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, good yeah. on them. But, yeah, I mean, and, and, like, if you look at the prices, Costume Supercenter, it's an $80 figure. Mm-hmm. Now, they did do a 50% off mm-hmm. sale. So For that Black was Friday. phenomenal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But Necker is sitting at that sort of $62, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, through pop culture. So they've clearly got some price efficiencies yep. in the Buying market. Power. So very interesting. Anyway, hey, mm. This Marvel Legends news. Now you're clearing a lot of your Marvel Legends, <laughs> but you still uh, I am still into this. look, and I think it'll always be that thing. I'll I'll love these things from afar, but from afar being the the, the key point. So we got to look at uh, the upcoming wave of the uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse uh, movie figures. Now these are cool in that. Um, all different shapes and sizes. Gone is seems to be the thing of the the standard Marvel Legends buck, and here's what a male body looks like. Here's a female. These are all over the shop, and I think they really represent the wildly different artistic choices in the the film. If you've seen the trailer and stuff, um, but we get a look at Spider Man 2099. We get Spider Punk. We get Jessica Drew. We get the Spot, who is hilarious in terms of their body proportions. Of course, we get Miles Morales, we get Spider-Gwen, we get Peter B. Parker in his uh, tracky pa- tracky <laughs> and we get, um, I don't know there's a Builder figure, I believe it's a single release, but yes. we get, it's actually Cyborg Spider-Woman, and you'd be forgiven for thinking she's walked out of a Spawn comic, because she's <laughs> yes. got these spiky pauldrons, she's got one arm that is literally just a gun, and she is huge, like, take away the name, you wouldn't recognize her as a, a typical female figure at all um insanely bulky figure got sort of you know stuff on her face to you know cyborg type parts i'm super curious how this fits into the movie because this is the only sort of 
vision we've seen. I yeah. don't believe she's in the trailer from Haven't what seen I saw. Her in the trailer. No. Um, so yeah, this looks. So you got that bulky figure on one hand, and then you got Spider Punk, who is just one of the skinniest male figures mm. I think I've ever seen. Yep. yep. Very good. It looks like Spot can kind of teleport his body through different spots. Have you I seen the new trailer? I saw him. I, th- yeah. I think I saw a still. He was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he can basically, he, he he puts food in where his face hole would be right. and it comes out another hole in his stomach type thing. Like right. it's, if, if anyone's ever played yep. the computer game Portal, Portal. it's That's like what that, it is. basically. Yes, right, like, what's the Portal? Um, so yeah, so these will all, um, uh, there was some talk in the Marvel Legends community particularly about Miles as far as the articulation because the animation style is very, you know, almost right angly and sort of really sharp and hard edges. Miles has got like an additional chest joint and can literally bend over at 90 degrees at oh, right. under the rib cage. Yes, gotcha. And look, it does look funky as far as breaking the the seam yes. lines on the uniform and that sort of stuff. But then um I forget Marvelous figure poses, I think is a guy on Instagram, and he's the one who does these insanely balanced comic book-esque shots of Spider-Man, literally leaning on one hand and, you know, fighting off bad guys. He had a play with some of these figures and they just look phenomenal. Right. Like, you know, from the right angles, of course, and with the right pose. Yes. Um, but the absolute poseability is is there. So yeah. they look very, very cool. But I won't be buying them. No. <laughs> I've seen a picture and I don't know if it's a bit of a, you know, for, uh, photography or um, digital editing or whatever, but there's a shot where Spider-Man's punching through the spot and this, it's his hand is actually coming out through the joint in his torso, so that between the um, uh, breastplate okay. and yep. the uh, stomach. So I don't know if there's an actual gap there that you can, you can fit you know, manipulate. Yep. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, so I think that if that's a you know a action feature, you know, air quotation marks, I think that would be cool. It works for the character. So, mm. All right. Hey, Ben, are you excited oh, about dude. Masters of the Universe? Oh, oh boy. The, we need to do a whole another episode ago, on this. Right? Like <laughs> this the amount a, of drops. This is massive. And and congratulations to the likes of Pixel Dan and all the other characters out there that got exclusive news and was able to drop it on their channels. Well done. Uh, so we'll just go through Origin. So we've got the, what what is it, Wave 14 or something on here mm. with uh, King Randor, the uh, Snake Tealer, all those characters which are out there, which I've um, actually got the Snake Trooper and uh, Slammerai. Slammerai. And they are awesome figures. They are really, really cool. Thank you, Jamie Peake, for hooking me up with them. But then we've got characters like Squeeze and things that, you know, very fan-demanded. Snake Face, which unfortunately doesn't even have most of his action features. The the torso snakes don't fold down, which I think is a um, kind of a little bit of disappointment. Mm. Uh, Your mate Spycore, finally. You've been uh, calling out for him. Dragon Blaster, Skeletor. I'm, I need to get one on card. So I've got all the iterations of him mm-hmm. on card. So keen for that. We've got the what people fans are already calling the Blood Rain uh, Sp- uh, Skeletor yeah. with Screech, which is a two-pack, which Movable is really cool. Jaw, oh, the looks of it. oh, really? Nice. Articulated jaw. Oh, from, that's cool. That's, oh, a, that's like, a, I think that that just the effect, because it's not, it's not, like crimson red, it's almost like someone has is drizzled red yeah. over him, yes. yeah. and it actually looks really cool for a figure where you go. I've seen a million Skeletors, and mm. they're always got yeah. the blue skin and the purple. This one stands out. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. He went to the uh, rave in the Blade Club. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the start of Blade. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got uh, Many Faces, which is awesome. Uh, Moss Man, shout out to John Clawfield. Yeah. 
snake, snake um, what's his name? It's a snake fighter, He-Man or whatever. It comes with a few, two other snake men, some um, the blue and the green characters, which is a bit of a mishmash of uh, Cobra Khan and uh, Ratlaw and yep. things. Very, very cool. And then we've got some like skeleton warriors. Oh, which yes. Are, Glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very tempted to, yes. get to hunt them down. Um, snake uh, catcher men at arms and things, which is awesome. A three-pack of Sunman, which kind of tells me they're getting desperate. To, I think, uh, I think, they're young. I think yeah. this is the not end that of that line, yeah. including prototypes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Figures. Okay. Yep. Which, which disappoints me that they didn't get more villains because yeah. I was really hoping for some really outlandish anamorphic characters that hmm. complement yep. the, you know, cow man and freaking whatever, you know. Hmm. Give, give me some more farm animals, yep. you know, <laughs> I, I, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, my son here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love it. Donkey I'd, hoof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have we uh, seen the um, Wind Raider and Talon fighter before? No, no I reckon the, that was no, new. We'd seen Snake yeah. Mountain. yeah. Yep. So that's really cool uh, to uh, complement your grey skull, mm. and then moving on to uh, the Masterverse, uh, some uh, you know familiar characters in there. But I've got to shout out Buzz Off with this really android-looking face. Yep, mm. uh, quite different. You get the Horde Apprentice Skeletor, which is you know I that's think is cool. so well overdue. Yeah, uh, I've I've custom made my own in classics. Yeah, yep. but I don't think he's ever really had much of an official release. Uh, Prince Adam in the two thousand X. Uh, sort of teenager look, mm. which is awesome. Uh, Webster, they're stealing the Four Horsemen's uh, design with these extra, yep. you know, mandibles, mandibles and things. Yeah. Potentially the best uh, Ram Man, I think. He, he will. He's another one I think that will outdo classics. I hate to say that as a okay. huge fan yep. of classics. Mm, I think cool. with the armor, with the alternate helmets, yep. with all that sort of stuff, he's just going to be a rival in on itself. Uh, Clawful and Whiplash, they've got the absolute ultimate treatments. Mm-hmm. And, and then, some really w- wacky armour, yeah. like that purple yep. armour on Whiplash. I didn't even recognise it. No. I didn't know that was Whiplash. That's thought it was almost a Rulers of the Sun. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Mm, Colour scheme. And then uh, throwbacks to new adventures, we've got, oh, uh, yeah. uh, what's his, Slush? Slush? Slushhead. Slushhead and uh, new adventures Skeletor, which it- is cool, which... Give me Lizor. Yes. Oh, I want a Lizor. I need a Lizor. And uh, so I can integrate that into my classics. I'd be happy with a Masterverse Lizor yes. to build into my classics. Yep. This new adventure Skeletor is the pick for me you reckon? of this yep. wave because yep. I always felt in in mm. the classics he was just too bulky. Right. Those new adventures figures yep. are known for being lean and this one speaks to me. Yep. So yep. If, I, if I can get one, I'm getting nice. him. Yes, well, it comes with the power it up uh, Havoc staff, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and a few others there that are um, yeah worthy gets. But I love how to see how cool Masters is continually, you know, going and expanding. So yep. I think it's uh, great to be a Masters fan. Oh, they're in a real rhythm right now, aren't they? Mm. They they've hit the groove, and contrary to some reports, yeah. they're not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> no. This is no. here to stay. Um, something else that might be floating away down river. Disney, <laughs> what a Disney segue. Ultimate, best segue of the year so far. <laughs> Disney Ultimates, the Rescuers, Super Seven have a new two pack release. So we're getting two figures: Penny, Bernard, and Bianca from the Rescuers movie. So this, they're not huge, this are they? Like it's not a, like, it is a deep cut, yeah. but it has a lot of fandom. Shout out to Emily Lind who she saw these ecstatic. and was very happy. I think I think it's a good like it's consistent with yep. the Super Seven kind of 
what they're going with. Mm-hmm. But I love what I love is what BC Talk said. He wants yep. to get the mice because they're going to be like one to one scale. Well, that's, you that's know, mice scale. yeah. yeah. That's and I thought scale. that I love that way yeah. of people scale. thinking. You know, like I'm going to get these figures not because I love the movie, not because, but because they're one to one scale, and I can the photography well, that's uh, ideas. Right up yeah, yeah, yeah. talks oh. alley with the photographs yeah. on these guys. Yeah. So, so congratulations, and I can't wait to uh, see what he can do. Now this mm. is. $55, which is the standard Ultimates price, 2024. It seems like a long way away, doesn't yeah. it? But I guess that's uh, where we're at. But beautiful accessories. I think even um, Penny comes with the, like, scaled version of the Rescuers. Oh, yes, like, they little, do. Little yeah, mini I saw versions, that. Yeah, which are yeah. Really, wow. really, really cute. Oh, cool. Um, is that also a, uh, is that a Pooh Bear there? It might be. I reckon oh, it is. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Yep. Good I one. reckon it's a Pooh Bear reference. Mm. That very, very cute. I don't know what the skull the skull is for. Oh, I, I, I think I saw the movie time. once yep. maybe yeah. 30 years ago and uh, I can't remember anything about it. So Lovable yeah. rodents. Not like in real life, Ben, where you yeah, yeah. put out the mouse <laughs> trap. <laughs> or, or they uh, come from Mars and drive bikes. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Master Shredder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Super 7, they've been busy with the announcements with uh, some more G.I. Joe Ultimates. This is Wave 3. I think it might be the Wave, might, 4? Might be wave 4. Yeah, yes, so. yeah, yeah, okay. Typo. Um, now there was, what was the te- The tease for this was kind of cool. I think it was um, the Cobra in the basket. Yes, that yes comes that's in, right. And people were like, oh, they're doing a Black Baroness, which we called, because uh, Wave oh, 1, they was came the with, one. was the, yeah, the blue. blue. The blue, yeah. Yeah, which is your, your Sunbow animation style. But this is, uh, in this wave, we get uh, Stalker, we get Gunho, we get Baroness, and we get Z- Zartan. Yes. Um, complete with color changing. Now that is nice. That's now apparently amazing. It's UV it, it, it triggers right. when you put him in the sun. Cool. And it, basically that, the skin is, is that what the original the one? one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The original, yeah. The original okay. did that. Yeah. That's really That's cool. I, I like that. Now, if you order these from Super Seven, there's a super pack, an accessory yeah. pack. And it's not just Token accessories. Like there's a whole heap of stuff in this pack. Yeah. Machine guns, Uzis, walkie-talkies, binoculars, backpacks. At least five guns. Oh, yeah, and they're all know. painted. They're not yeah. just stock colors yep. black or whatever. They actually got paint apps on them. It's re- They've done their homework with this because G.I. Joe had a lot of these, you know, sort yes. of accessory pack things that were known for it. And like what, I mean, these, when you look at these figures and what they come with, you go, oh, what else do you need? Well, no, I need I need a walkie-talkie. I need yeah. a backpack yeah. that's got dynamite sticks on well, it. Of like, course. And, you know, if you're four waves in already, you can not not even just for these figures, you can use it for the rest of your collection. Like it's a it's a smart move. It's um, a great – it's, it's yeah. a really good wave. I think that the Baroness – I think in Sunbow she starts off in blue. She might transition to black. Um, but – it look, I mean, these really are ultimates. That Baroness, three heads, mm. all the accessories, like you said, the snake in the basket, uh, goblets, uh, Camera, various different things. Like, yeah, fantastic. Like, I think they're doing well. I think this will be a very popular wave. Yeah, it looks good. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat time. Yeah. I, I actually, 
Have we not seen this guy for like I a long time? We haven't. We have not seen him for a long time. collectibles do this thing where they, they put stuff in a cabinet and then it's like two to three years before it actually, like a grey yeah, prototype. That Liu Kang took like three years yeah, to right. go from That's what makes me scale. feel like we've seen Nightwolf. We probably Perhaps have. In a grey I'm sure prototype. we've seen a grey scale of him. But yep. this this felt like a new figure when I yep. saw the image. You yep. might have been thinking T-Hawk maybe. Because they, uh, yeah, they, they look Street Fighter Because they look very similar. Yep. Yeah. But this no. guy's not seven foot eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's pretty cool. Comes with all the alternate hands. He's got his um, bow and arrow uh, weapon. He's got the axe, of course, the lightning um, that can sort of, you know, he zaps from his axe. Um, I didn't see a lot as far as like any particular fatality kind of accessories as they're known for. Like no, if they're basing this on Mortal Kombat 3, then I think yep. it's just as simple as he, he uses the axe as a lightning rod to zap you to death. Um, and the other one is just like uppercut your head off or something generic like that. So I'm sure there's other accessory packs that would that would make you do those fatalities. So it comes three heads from what I can see as well. Um, yeah, standard sort of storm price, you know, close approaching hundred dollars USD. Um, but he's a big bad toy store exclusive as All well. All right, okay. So yeah, a little bit trickier to get to, but he is um. Yeah. I'll take one. One one of the few characters from Mortal Kombat 3 that still kind of hangs around. Well, new characters from Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. Very cool. Shout out to John. Yeah. Cosmic Cosmic Legions. We've got a Whiplash tribute. And this is uh, obviously, you know, the first sort of Masters. This is the first time they're doing it, Cosmics and Masters. Yeah. So from the Outpack Zacharis uh, figure Suguri. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, he comes with he comes with sort of a real reptilian looking uh, you know version uh, with really menacing you know face uh, opening jaw and things like that gonna bite your head off like sort of like a T Rex type face and then he comes with a, like sort of a placid looking mm-hmm. alternate head and uh, comes in a, with an alternate weapon. And I think he looks amazing. Like uh, yeah. you could yeah. you could easily get two and display them in completely different formats, and um, you know pass them off as two completely different characters on your shelf. But uh, yeah, loving this uh, you know Cosmic Legions. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, they've got a very Spaceman tribute, and that is of course many faces. Mm. Uh, op- this is a bit easier to pronounce. This is Opta or. A Triv eight three one one. That's the easy one to pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, many faces. Uh, they couldn't quite get the uh, you know switching head scenario, so they've opted for three different heads and very uh, spaceman sort of looking out through his mask. Mm. A alien looking sort of I don't know a um you know green green faced alien yeah green faced warrior alien and then a robot face which i think are all equally as cool as the next comes with a classic orange weapon and lots of alternate hands and things these guys are going to cost you 37 dollars each they are up for pre-order um end of march so they're already out there up for pre-order and uh look out for them on uh, the horseman's website so very cool yeah very cool continuing their great adaptation yep Right, yeah. of this line. They've got so many parts to choose from. Oh, 100%. It's cool to see how they kind of use their yep. existing yep. parts. I'd love to, to see a collection it. of all of their Masters repaints, be yeah. they from the old stuff to the new stuff, and just sit them alongside mm. yeah. you yes. know, your classic He-Man figures and stuff. Oh, very, very cool. You know what else I'd love to see? 
IDW <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures. Oh my god, they finally did it! It was the last missing had link, to, wasn't had it? To be for done. Turtles. I cannot believe it's taken this long. It's and taken a long time. Annoyingly, it is done by loyal subjects. Who I got to be honest, hey. I haven't had a great time with them. No, no is this the first time they've jumped? the gun on any other toy company? Because I feel like they've been... Yeah, no one else has done IDW no, designs. No. But, like, mm. you know, they did the cartoon well after Necker had done yep. cartoons, yep. after we got those really, really nice um, other cartoon versions. I, yep. I forget who did them, but... But uh, it, but in saying that, giving them a little credit, they did do the Casey Jones from the Image Comics where right. he's got the American uh, yes. flag oh, on yeah, his yeah. Um, yeah, mask. Sure. But that's, that's a pretty deep cut, yeah, you know, is, whereas... Yeah. IDW is currently being issued right now for the Ninja Turtles, so th- these are quite mainstream. And this is a hu- like this is the longest running Turtles comic oh, yeah, ever correct. now. Yeah. Like yeah. it's in it's sitting there. You know, everyone says, "Oh, it's not the original stuff." And you go, "This has gone longer than the original yeah. stuff." Like it's an amazing. It, and that Ben, how many shredders oh, are you dude, getting? This, because this, it's, look, look at it. This shredder is top notch. Like I'm, uh, and it looks so different to any of the other shredders yep. I've got. Uh, so I definitely, after, you know, last week, uh, you know, cancelling them and uh, throwing them into the uh, bats of hell, Whoops. I'm now, um, you know, eating my shorts and, uh, you know, thanking them for creating this awesome shredder. And I will, will be grabbing one of these. I'm easy passing the turtles themselves for myself, but uh, that shredder is definitely coming home from with me. So these being part of the BSX line, are yeah. these do these run a bit smaller? Are five they inches that and five they're very inch skinny. figures? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they're, okay. they're yeah, and they're almost like I've got the cartoon version of Shredder, and it's mm. almost too much articulation for, for such a small buck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it but, doesn't stand up well. Doesn't hold his weapon very well. Mm. Um, but he comes with like all the communicators and all that sort of all stuff. The bits you'd expect. Uh, yeah. So they are cool toys, but they just need to fine tune it. You know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, these look great. Yep, and I know. I was probably a bit negative on the page where I said, you know, we had those first, you know, the Buffy figures where you saw, here's what it looks like in the digital renders. Here's what the actual prototype. And I think they've they've ironed out a few of the kinks, but I think to Ben's point, they've got a little bit more work to do. And they are, look, they're a lower price point. Oh, very affordable. If you're competing with Super 7, if you're competing with even Playmates to some extent, but Necker, you're going to look like the poor cousin. And I just wonder if one of those other companies is going to pick these up and do them at some stage as yep. well. I think it's just a matter of time. But if these look anything like the production images, I'll be grabbing all five. Oh, yeah. They, they look amazing. Yep. Um, premium DNA, It's it's been a while, but wave two of Mad Balls is coming, a whopping 26 points of articulation for each Magula part, and you can mix and match. What I love about this is it is designed by the original Madballs creator, James Groman. Um, we've got some some names. Clang Fang, Swine Sucker. Um, <laughs> swine Sucker. I love it. Uh, they, they actually had unreleased wolf 80s breath and prototype. Slob, slobulous. Slobulous and Wolf Breath. Yeah, they're fantastic. Like um, one of them's like a green guy. He's got like parts of his Zombies. internals. Yeah, exposed yeah. eyes popping out. Um there's like a monkey type character. No, Wolfman. Like is it Wolf? Yeah. Wolf? Yeah. 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 He, or, I, I did think he the, have a, he I think had a figure. Of, I think Wolfman had a figure. The and I think pants. the uh the the zombie guy did. And then I think the uh pig head guy and the um what's his name? Trap jaw. Trap jaw guy, guy trap I knew. Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong, but uh, they look fairly that, uh, right, fam- yeah. familiar. They they look fantastic. Like 
Mad Balls is one line I am trying. If I saw them at Toy Fair, yeah, I think I'd, yeah, I'd have to. Buy, yeah, I'd have to grab some of them, especially especially that Oculus. The yes, eyeball one, oh, yeah. so cool! Yep. But you know, you almost can't just have one. I, I'd need a couple of them, and Wolfman and things. I just, they're just so cool looking. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, very good. That's it for the news. Now, but quickly, I, and we've got Nick in the room. There's been nothing exciting going on this weekend. <laughs> well, has there? there's a trailer I've watched <laughs> about ten times now. <laughs> Star Wars Celebration is going on. We're just early days. There's going to be more figure reveals. Just quickly on the figures. I didn't, they, they released, they had, I think they're quite excited, Hasbro, by this chopper. Chopper's going to, you know, we had R2, we had BB-8. I think the next exciting droid for the from a marketing perspective is going to be Chopper. Chopper. And, Chopper. chopper, not chopper ring. I was going to say in Australian there's, market no. that takes on a very different. Yeah. Well, in fact, he's got he's missing an ear, isn't he? Yeah, he's got these <laughs> knives for ears, which is quite funny. Um, but they've got an electronic chopper. I looked at that. He was dancing around and mm. moving, and that looked pretty cool. Chris Fresh, do not be tempted. You know you're going to play with it once, and then you're going to put it back in the box. Um, but we got that, and then we got a whole heap of figures from Bad Batch. What Nick? Do you have? I don't know the names. There's various clones and and they're from the animation, but done in that real style. Yep. Uh, and then there's like a trooper. Thoughts on those? Um, they're repaints. They're repaints. Oh. Yeah. Of sorts. Um, there's extra tooling in them from what I've read. Um, when we watched the new episodes of Bad Batch, so season two's out at the moment on Disney Plus, it was like, oh, look, Hasbro has another excuse to do another <laughs> repaint for Black Series. It's a collaboration um, with Filoni. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just a lot more color. They were very grayscale style. They were very, yeah, they looked awesome in the first round. So I have all these figures already. Yep. But this is season two versions of them, though Omega, the smaller one there, um, the young girl, she's quite different. But then you've also got the. Republic Commando Trooper, which is throughout the cartoon. And right. Yep. Need that the, one? Probably like 12 of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, rumours are as well, if I'm right, they're Walmart exclusives. Okay. Which is Makes not idea. ideal. Yeah. No. I believe though Omega is normal retail, but they do look awesome. I have yeah. all of the Bad Batch sitting up on my TV cabinet. So basically whatever we're watching at the time, I right. try and put those um, up front and center instead of hidden away in the garage um and they do look awesome and i'm i'm excited for these but yet also frustrated as i have been with black series yeah. which is another discussion but about repaints and retooling but yeah they're cool it, it's a shame that these were the first one released mm. yeah for celebration um you know based on when we're recording but we might see some New figures. Yes. Yeah. And I new think, new I, molds. Uh, I think anyway, we will. Yes. I'll try not to be too negative. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a fair call. Yep. Very, very exciting news. We'll touch on it briefly with the movie news. This is really since, I mean, I was, I was, I had a bit of a joke when they said, you know, here are the three new live action movies we're doing. And we've got the directors, Dave Filoni, James Mangold, and Shamin Obage Noy. I'm like, which one of those is going to get fired first? <laughs> but even even no. their good friend Emily Lynn over in Celebration, and yep. she's you know following her Twitter, and she goes, and she's literally in the room. The panel's about to start. She goes, can't wait to see all these announcements, which are going to be obsolete in yeah. six months. Well, like, <laughs> and look, and I think to that point, they've taken a breather. They have, yeah. And mm. I don't think we'll see the cancellations this time because I think there's a lot 
who knows? I mean, when you start production on a film, maybe things can go wrong. But hopefully it's a nice plan and they just execute on the plan. I think the break has been good for them and, yeah. like, literally – I think hours before this dropped, I put something in our Patreon about saying, I feel like Star Wars has become a TV property yeah. because the TV shows yeah. are all, and everyone's got different opinions, but let us they're all, you know, let's call them seven out of tens if you average them out across yeah. all the different series. You know, eight, okay, sorry, Nick, eight out of ten. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Overall, and it, uh, to me it felt like they're playing in this TV space of all these little stories and like an hour later going, oh, here's the three new movies we're going to get. It's yeah. like, all right, I'll just shut up. I yeah. don't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I know a trailer is not the finished product and it's designed to suck us in and make us want. But that Ahsoka trailer. Looks good. It looks insane. And what, what I like about it is it's, it's playing in that grand space again. You know, here's the the heir to the Empire. This Thrawn is the big threat. And I know they're building to that in Mandalorian yeah, and there's tying these threads together, but I just felt that was the more epic story Star Wars needs. Like, I, I like Mando and he's off on his little quests and he does his, you know, like mm. villain of the week and it's very TV. But like you said, Star Wars has its genesis in, in movies. Yep. And that Ahsoka just looked more epic than maybe what we've seen, you know, with a moped chase, right? Like it just, <laughs> it just you know, the the, bat, the star fighter battles and all that yep. just seemed on the seemed on the scale of Star Wars, right? Mm. That yeah, that fair, right, you know, wasn't a lot of bureaucrats sitting around a table, which <laughs> is fine, but it's just not theatrical, yep. right? I think a need they need the movies out now, yeah. I think I, I'm with you, Frank. That I think the the space has changed, and it, it's. I think we're ready for a movie now. Yeah. Yes, I think so. they need to put some stuff out. I like how they're spreading it around. They've been working on the High Republic, which is you know a couple of hundred years before A New Hope, for a while on books and stuff. And I've been reading the books; they're really good. Mm. Um, so it will be interesting in that area. You're talking about Filoni; he's very tied with that Ahsoka, so because he's directing it and he created the character, et cetera, et cetera. And the film that he's doing, I believe, will tie in. Like Ahsoka will finish and then there'll be like, I think that Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, they'll all tie Yes, to that film. To a movie climax. Yep. yep. Oh, yep. that'd be cool. Yep. 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 And then you've got the other one, which will be interesting what people think because it's based on Rey teaching New Jedi. Is post. that the start of another trilogy per se? I'm not sure. Mm. Could be. I feel, I, I, it kind I of feels like know. it is as, as far as Ray being the link to the old stuff yeah. in the same way Luke the was in yep. the most recent hopefully, trilogy. Hopefully someone hands Ray a lightsaber, she throws it over. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool cool thing. <laughs> well, and, and the other one is the, the big prequel that set, was it? Two and a half thousand years? Before yeah, everything that, right? that we know of Star Wars well, the, currently. The, 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 First time the Force the first is kind Jedi. of explored. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. I, I like mixing up the eras. Like I love that Bioware game. Yeah. Um, Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Republic, Republic. Yeah, of the Republic yeah. too. Just they could play in their own sandbox. They mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. tied down. Like yep. I, I, I was reflecting on this today, right? Like, you know, there's a throwaway line in Star Wars where Obi-Wan's talking to Luke and they're talking about the Clone Wars and they're mm. talking about this... I think the way that it was envisaged back then was very much like a war. You know, you, you enlist, you're part of this this thing. And then when we got episode one, 
they created this very kind of bland Jedi order. Like it, it, it was pretty, they were pretty uninspiring as an order. Mm. Right. And I felt like where it was kind of pitched back then wasn't what then came when they did the prequels. I don't, I don't think that was, that was in George's mind mm-hmm. of how it operated at the time. Yeah. That sort of grew. And I, and I think they boxed themselves in with a lot of this stuff. Yes, you know, like all I, the Jedi getting eliminated. Yep. You know, like, yep. well, we, it's great to tell that story, but it's not so great because now you, you're sort of boxed in. Mm. And Dave Filoni's done a great job of trying to give it some coherency. Mm. Um, but I like the idea of just kind of letting that sit and just being able to just tell a, tell a new story without any connections to anything. Mm-hmm. Just be free. Just tell a great story like Bioware did. Yep. Like, to me, that Knights of the Old Republic game just still sits with me, experiencing that as a game. So yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, the key is it's got to it's got to feel like Star Wars without having Darth Vader or Luke sure. or someone you know show up. And I think the shows they've done to this point, Mando being a, a prime example, have felt like Star Wars. Sure. And it's only later on when it's established and got a fan base, they start bringing in, hey, there's there's old mate Boba and here's the people you know from the original trilogy. But that two and a half thousand years before it, you're not going to have no. anyone unless they're the, you know, great, great grandfather of someone like, yeah. Sorry, Nick. No, um, I just supportive of what you're saying. I think you, you'll get Filoni's film that should probably stitch everything together, with which is what he's done throughout all the TV yeah. shows. He's very good at it. He's very he's good at very it. Good he, at he is it. sort of <laughs> the <laughs> heir apparent to George Lucas. Yes. Really. Yeah. Um, he doesn't go too far with his nostalgia, which is great. Um, but then, yeah, if we're going, you know, thousands of years in that, there'll be some link that will somehow tie it to the original trilogy and everything about how the Force was used and all that sort of stuff. Sure. It'd be great. But then also I guess we can hope Ray is a connection but hopefully we can start branching out. And it does yeah. give the, I guess, the directors some freedom to to push out. So, you know, I guess there was a lot of success with Rogue One because it was it, it was boxed in, boxed in mm-hmm. but they did have, you know, yeah. they came up with a good story. Yes. I, I love Rogue One. Yeah. I really rate that high. Yep. So, so yeah. hopefully these new ones will be able to be free. Yes. A little <laughs> yeah. bit more. Yeah. I'm excited by that. And look, at the same time, I'm excited by Dave tying it all in. But that's that mix, which I think it needs. Yep. Very good. Hey, Nick, are you familiar with the Extended Universe comic books that Dark Horse did predating A New Hope and and the whole Tales of the Jedi and the Sith War? Yep. Have you have you read that? Yeah, collection? I have every single Star Wars comic that's come out. Same here. Let's, <laughs> let's have a nerd out for a minute on comic books. How amazing would it be to see that early film they've proposed to be the creation of the Sith, the, the temples on Yavin, the enslavement of the race of the Sith and that creation of that religion. I think that would make for an insane story, like a one-shot story, this is where the Sith Order began. This is where evil, in a sense, Palpatine, Vader, this is where it yep. all started yep. from. Definitely. I think we'll see where this new early, early movie comes in. That, that'll that be like there'll be the gaps there and that, that could quite easily fill it. And where they've – Disney basically put the kibosh on all 
um, extended universe stuff when they bought out. They said, no, nah, all that stuff's now such legends. a rich vein of information. Mm-hmm. Very much, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But again, it's, but it's, yeah, but it's again that was boxing them in. Yep. So they couldn't do anything post Jedi or anything like that because the, there's, there's a lot of stuff there. Though Filoni's bringing it in yep. a little mm-hmm. bit with Thrawn, Thrawn, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Yep. Even yep. dropping in the Ahsoka trailer, Heir to the Empire yes. is a book. Yep. Um, but if they do this first movie well and they and then they've got the High Republic, which is a couple of hundred years before A New Hope with Yoda, so Yoda's the connection mm-hmm. for you, Frank, yep. there's a gap there and we can build that whole story there and you could probably lead into uh, whoever Darth Sidious' boss was that he was talked about at the opera. Plagueis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there, there is an opportunity to bring that in and, again, they've got that. They've got those books to start with. They could even just seed bits and pieces yeah. off as they do. So, and that's what I like. You don't have to be beholden to it, but if you've got good stories there, why not use them? Yep. Like sure. Why not draw from yep. them? Yeah. Yep. Like yep. it makes sense. Hundred percent. It's just Dave Filoni is sensible. I like him. <laughs> I like him. He's doing a good job. Well done. Hey, do you have a little stinger? I do. Let's hit it up. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Time to start thinking because the quiz master's back. Now, how many of these, you tried this quiz on your wife. How did she go? <laughs> not, not saying anything about Cherry. but no, Cherry's very good with um, movies. She's very much into pop culture. She gets dragged into everything that I'm interested to see. Same with my boys, etc. cetera. Um, though she's five years younger than me, so born in 81. But this, we, we're talking about 86 movies, okay. movies in 86. She answered one question and only the bonus <laughs> bonus question which was a 50 percent chance of getting it right but she she did say it with confidence right so uh yeah, yeah. she was unable to answer any questions but um we say yeah, all our answers with go. confidence it just yeah. no accuracy <laughs> the accuracy is the questionable part yeah so we, we'll see i i suspect um i think i could she, she did Actively look into them and was a bit puzzled and took a few punts, but yeah, no, nah, failed dismally. <laughs> um, but Walk hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, you guys are uh, can um, bring a couple of answers, or this quiz is going to go downhill real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, good, good pep talk, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Don't um, suck, Frank. Don't yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as, as alluded, being 10 in uh, 986, I was like, okay, we need a quiz. So I had a look at actually the movies that came out in 1986 and it was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to say any yeah, any good, of them good era. Um, yep. because then you might have some answers. <laughs> um, but it really blew me away about how, now, how, 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 awesome how we was that. How are we doing this quiz? Yeah. Are we going around the room or, or is it all in? Or? Uh, it's all in. Buzzing. Okay. okay so our name is the buzzer. I, th- yeah. I think so. I've got a couple okay. of warm-up questions yep. just to loosen yep. you up because sure. they're about cool. toys and comics. Yep. Let's do it. But, yes, it is about 86 movies. There is... Uh, there's ten questions. There is bone. There is a bonus point question which I'll ask after, um, and there's a couple of super bonus questions after after. But oh, wow. Wow. stingers on stingers. Yeah. It's just because I <laughs> just had lots of ideas. So anyway, okay. So the warm up question first um, has nothing really to do with movies. What wave of Masters of the Universe figures came out in 1986? Trent. Trent, it's wave five. Well done. Ooh. You you answered first and then had to think of the answer. <laughs> I just right? wanted to just make <laughs> you, sure. You backed, you backed your knowledge. Yeah, I love the it. century tactic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a bonus question. Uh, name the two play sets that came out that year. 
Ben. <laughs> no, nah, you go, Trent. <laughs> no, 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 bonus question. I want it. it can go out. It was Fright Zone. Yep. And was it Talon Fighter? Point Dread and Talon Fighter. Point Dread and Talon Fighter. the only other place. And the Slime Pit. Well, no, but was it those two? You're both wrong. You're wrong completely. Oh, right. <laughs> ben, I'll, I'll, I'll cue you in. You're Slime in for pit. one. And Eternia. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Of course. 85. Um, okay, so that's the that's the toy one. Um, this is a toy podcast. Isn't it? Um, okay. <laughs> Let, let's just remember I've got one point. I don't have to run around the table and with my pants on. off anymore. It's all good. Um, second <laughs> second warm-up question just to get into you guys' wheelhouse. What Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle issues from the Mirage series came out in 1986? Uh, ben, I'm going to say like issue... 21? No. No? Because they were very, very slow to, yeah, to they weren't produce. Lower or higher? 80, lower. 80, I'll, lower. Say, I'll, I'll throw yeah. it in there. There was four issues that uh, came out that year. 84 was, was their debut. Yeah, yeah. So that, I'm going to go. It was like yeah, way off. Let's say like be. 11? No. 10? Nope. Six. Nine? Six. <laughs> Six. Six? Wow. Issues oh. six through nine came out. Oh, wow. Yikes. Um, go, yeah, man. you're right. It was um, they were very short um, about uh, sorry, very slow about how yeah, they came out. Yeah, I remember yeah. that mm. uh, quite. You know, and reading the, back. Yeah. And the bonus uh, question: What TMNT one shot came out in 1986 in the comics? From Raphael. Raj? No, <sighs> you're gonna hit yourself. Leonardo, <laughs> one for Scotty. Oh. Yes, it was a Leonardo one shot. Nice. This is as long as Wikipedia or whatever is correct. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I'm talking to experts. Okay. Are we somewhat warmed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Real. Okay. So 1986 movies. Okay. What 1986 movie has characters called Hoggle, Didymus, and Ludo? Labyrinth. Scotty. Labyrinth. Well done. Um, Bonus point. If you can name what type of creatures Hoggle and Didymus are. Hoggle is like, um, I'm not going to say an ogre, but he's like a short ogre or troll sort yeah, of looking Yeah, I would have said dude. troll. Yeah. About, about, about human size. and. Yep, I'll take that. Who was the other one? Didymus. Didymus. Is that the little snail dude? No. Caterpillar dude? No. Okay. Did you want to, you're actually closer on the bonus point with the answer because Didymus, uh, Hoggle, sorry, is a goblin. Do you know what Didymus is? <laughs> no. No. Can I just shake your head, Trent? No, no, it's radio. <laughs> it's podcast. Didymus was the dog. <laughs> oh, that right. They wrote, that someone wrote in on. Right. The, the little um the little dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, which I can't remember, which yeah. isn't a character I wrote down. Uh, Jennifer Connolly. Yeah. Oh. Well, there, I did have a question, but I oh, thought it was a bit off. Was how old was David Jennifer Bowie? <laughs> was she, she was 14. 14? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Welcome to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another amazing film that was out in 1986, which we all love, I, I'm sure, is Aliens. Yes. I was going to say, man, oh, if you yeah, don't have an Aliens question, <laughs> I was going to say, Ben's going to answer this one. Okay. Um, how many minutes? This is more sort of my yep, wheelhouse. Yep. How many minutes longer is the Alien Special Edition uh, than the theatrical cut? Well, Ben, twelve minutes. Ben, twelve. That sounds yeah. like a Ben ten. Ben ten. How yeah. many? <laughs> I'll say incorrect. Sorry, Ben. Yeah. Oscar Scott 
17 minutes. Well done, Scott. Yeah. Right on it. Yeah. Okay, bonus point. What is the longest key scene that was added as part of the special edition? <sighs> Within, you know, <laughs> loosely. <laughs> what happened? They only come out at night, mostly <laughs> at night. <laughs> <laughs> So you were really the close newt, there. The newt, the newt scenes. Yes, newt's family was introduced and also killed. I was going to, I was yes. going to say as well the uh, the part where she finds out that she's you know been in hypersleep for fifty years and trying to reconnect yes. with uh, her um, yep. thing and finding yep. out that her mum had passed away and so if just that seventeen minutes oh, yeah. is groundbreaking yeah. Uh, yeah, so addition yep. to build on the film you realise the spoiler alert you realise why the aliens. <laughs> Go and choose to take the different pathway up into the ceiling yep. because they've got their automatic turrets. In the original, they completely missed the whole Took building of the turrets and the sensory turrets and the aliens just forming at them, coming up through those halls and just getting obliterated and dying. Then that right. they choose another path, yep. and that that yep. whole scene is yep. is uh, taken away. You don't understand. You you, you know it, it all makes sense if you don't know the story. If yep. you don't yep. know otherwise. But you work out why they choose the um, the ceiling path and the whole, you know, the beeper, like beep, 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 beep. You know, it's four metres away. How can it? It's inside <laughs> the room. Up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, I, I, yeah, it's number one movie. Like, it, I mean, Predator's got, is just so one-liners the whole way through. Sure. But the it's, uh, alien space, just so freaking amazing. I'm sure oh. we can let Ben go on for oh, 17 just, minutes right there. I like. just, I, I love, the I Toy saw, Power Special Edition. How many minutes? Because <laughs> I, I, I saw the original theatrical version first and then I saw the special yep. edition later and it just, it, it, it emphasised how much I, I, you know, yeah, just amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I just, it, it just excites me to, to hell. Scott, you're yeah. looking for content? We'll talk about aliens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> DVG, <laughs> where they got that um, the chick on on the episode, she does an amazing breakdown on the um, that movie. So shout cool. out to DVG. <laughs> um, I do have a super bonus question on this one because people get confused and I get confused. Yep. Who's who? Who dies in the movie? Hudson or Hicks? Uh, Hicks. Hicks. Is it Hicks? Incorrect. It's Hudson. Is it Thank Hudson? You, Scott. Hicks survives and he's a corpse in, in Alien 3. Alien 3, oh, of yes, course. Yes, yes. Yeah. But in the comic books, oh. he survives <laughs> And and they you know could tell this whole new story about I'm rereading the novels like the adaptions of the comics and it's just oh it, well, yeah Alien Earth who and is, Earth uh, Hive Pat, and everything who, who does that? he play I thought he played Hicks it's the uh, guy Hicks. from Terminator and uh, Michael Bean yeah Michael Bean do I get a point for that yep. 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 No. <laughs> um, that's just a super duper. <laughs> yeah. this, point. Um, this is just a tidbit of information. Hudson says man 44 times. <laughs> um, okay, no, next question. What Marvel movie was released in 86? A Trent. Yep. Howard the Duck. Well done. Oh, well done. Oh. Bonus point. The actor Jeffrey Jones from Howard the Duck also played a big part in what 86 hit movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well Honestly, done. He plays Rooney. Principal Rooney. Bueller. Yeah, it is an iconic <laughs> scene, isn't it? Um, linking back to Ferris, what links today's Marvel movies with Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Uh, the parade? Ooh. Something in this the parade? This might be a bit meta. Okay. 
Is it like an actor or is it actually something that you see? Something about the movie. Oh. It wasn't It wasn't Nick. F- the car? Uh, is it the car? Yeah, the red car. No. No? Okay. We're going to need a clue, mate. Mm. What do you got for us? You scratching your beard for a reason? <laughs> That's how I think. <laughs> I'm trying to not say it without spoiling it. Um, it Ferris talks in the... Oh, no, that gives away. <laughs> I don't have a... You should just know it. <laughs> you sit around at Marvel movies. The only film from Marvel I can think that would be anything to do with the 80s would be Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Yes. No, not no. the right no. To can, For time. Both of those, all Marvel movies and Ferris Bueller have a post-credit scene. Oh, good call. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. One for that. I'm gonna there you put, go. That's, that's, that's cool. one for yep. Nick. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Ferris Bueller is a marvelous John Hughes movie, as we all should know mm-hmm. if we were, mm-hmm. you know, around 86. Um, what other John Hughes movie came out in 1986? Weird Science? No. Breakfast Club? Nope. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'll, I'll give these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Pretty in pink. Well done, Scott. Uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering whether the era is more tied to Scott than that. He, he does have a bit of everybody. Um. Be fast on the buzzers. I'm sure on this one. Uh, this could be the Sailor Century one. Uh, name the actors who played the three amigos: Trent, Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Howard Short. You're so close. Try again. Yeah, Martin Short. Yes. <laughs> um, bonus point: What hit movie came out a year later in 1987 with the word three in the title? Three Men and a Baby. Well done. Oh, oh yes, Tom Selleck. Scotty. Loving it. I'm going to do that when Nick was 15, do the 1991. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of last year's, as in 2022, uh, hit movies is very closely linked with a movie that was released in 1986. What is the 1986 movie? It's June. Is it June? No. no. I thought you'd say that, actually. Uh, ben? Oh, no, no. That's 80, was it 84? Uh, Frank yeah. uh, Golden? Child, like the Eddie Murphy. Oh, no, but you should get a bonus point because that was in '86. That wasn't '86. That was oh, great. I'm getting, it. I'm getting confused with Coming to America. Sorry, yes. where they did a, One a of, sequel yeah. to that. So it's like very, very explicitly, closely linked to a hit movie from last year. Uh, it wasn't Predators, was it? Predator. No. Man, you gotta slap yourself. Uh. <laughs> hit movie from last year. There really was only one hit movie. Maverick. Thank you. So, therefore, the 86 movie was? Top Gun. Thank you, Uh, Scotty. Okay. Still still haven't seen it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Think about Top Gun. What name two pilots call signs from Top Gun? Frank. That are not. Sorry. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) That are not Maverick, Goose, or Iceman. Oh, well, there you go. That's exactly what I was going to say. Scotty. Um. No, go, Frank. No, go, Frank. No, no, go no, no, no. You go. I was thinking out Slider and Sundown. Well done. Oof. I would have thought that you might have got, and there was Cougar, Viper, Jester, Slider, Wolfman, yes. Sundown, Merlin, and Hollywood. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> um, 
I, you, you might get this, but I don't think you will. But the super bonus was just found in my research. What 86 film jumped on the Top Gun bandwagon, ripped it off completely, and came out the same year? Uh, not, it wasn't. Um, Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Hot Shots? Hot Shots? Uh, Hot Shots is 90. No, it has yeah. Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah, in it's Scotty Bradley. Iron Eagles. Well done. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing you proud, Davey. <laughs> stuff I, know. I saw Davey yesterday. I was going to run him through it, actually, but I thought I'll wait till the episode. Um, got some thoughts on this. What 86, in what 86 movie can there be only one? Highlander. Yes. Yep. Of course. Nicely done. Um, bonus point. How long was Sean Connery on set and how much was he paid? Too little and too much. <laughs> he would have got paid a lot. Eighty-six. Connery would have been. Yep. Eighty-six huge. money. Yeah. It was a certain. I'll, I'll give you a tip on the time frame. It's you know we talk in groups, so we've got days, weeks, weeks months, months, mm-hmm. and it was one of those. <laughs> but I went to how much. It's going to be days. It's going to be yeah. days. He would have filmed it short, sharp, and shiny. I'm going to say six days. Close enough. How much did he get paid? Million bucks. 86 money? (sighs) Got to be under a million, but. I'm going to say 5 million bucks. I'll give you, it was a week. I'll give you the point for that, but I'll also give you the million dollars. So he was was on set for a week and he earned a million bucks. Whoa, that's huge, huge money. Yep. What did he get paid for the quickening? (laughs) They should have taken money out of his bank account (laughs) for that. Um, What about uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? (laughs) <laughs> what was Sean Connery's character's name in the Highlander films? I watched them like the first three recently because I I got number two as a Blu-ray in a box of Blu-rays that I got from some shop and I it literally sat there for 10 years until I forced myself to watch it. <laughs> um, I st- couldn't tell you what Still his name don't was. <laughs> nah. Ramirez. Ramirez. Yes. Yeah, that's, yep, now it rings a bell. Um, my super bonus or point. Is how bad is that film out of nineteen? That film, <laughs> which one? The first one or the one? I I can't stand them. The I, fr- I, fresh, maybe gives three it for the first solid one. Nineteen. He loves uh, it. He I'd hardcore give it three, loves it. Maybe. Yeah. For the first one, three. Uh, maybe. I, I, it's got I mean, the Queen the soundtrack. soundtrack though, I was going to say yeah, probably gives it. Saves it. Soundtrack gives it gives it but ten points. Right. Has Christopher Lambert ever been anything? Good. Mortal like Kombat. Yeah, he's that very much. that was on. amazing. Yeah. I was watching that. <laughs> right. I watched that. Dude, dude. Like, no, be careful on. you choose your words wisely. Right. There's a scene wait, wait, where... Hey, no, you've got oh, Street oh, Fighter, my favourite franchise, <laughs> and then you've got High, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. There Mortal is Kombat scene. is... That's the one time. There is a scene where Come they're going to meet at a dock, right? They're going to catch this yeah. old boat to Island Order. Amazing storyline. There's just some guy. There's just some guy sitting on the dock at night grinding a piece of metal. Yep, he's just grinding it for no fo- uh, no reason, <laughs> <laughs> like just to create some like visual like interest in the background. Like it's so he, it's, it's so when it's so when Kano enters, he looks he's just lit yeah, up with the sparks. Exactly. He's like, oh, I'm a badass. Eh? When they're on the boat, <laughs> I never realized this in the theater, but on Blu-ray, it was just like a black sheet with like holes pricked in it to to give the effect of starlight. Like it was, I can see the wrinkles. <laughs> I can see the like the wrinkles in the black curtain. It was, it was like ten, wait, ten year you, old Ben thought that was the, the, best the pinnacle after yeah. eighty nine Batman. Uh, <laughs> you know that that was you know cinema perfection. 
I mean, the fact that Goro was claymation is actually accurate to the games because that's how yeah. they made him. Oh, Goro looks oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's not a it's not a great film. Ben. Oh, it is very cool. No, no, <laughs> no you've got to you got to paint the picture like and put it. Holds up. I was I was I played I I played Street Fighter all my life. That was my childhood yeah, yeah. game Same. and things yeah, like yeah. that. Then went and saw Street Fighter the movie, and I was like, oh man, even Gross. with John Claude Van Damme, Kylie Minogue, Rose you know, Lillian? everyone in it, oh, man, it, the big it was still Kylie Minogue. so yeah. average. Coming off like emotion. Sorry, Come she on. had her ass, um, you know, uh, insured. Um, but then, yeah, but then Mortal Kombat just blew me away. I'm oh, like, yeah. wow. And so I have that big respect for Mortal oh, yeah, Kombat, no, and it is single best Mortal Kombat and a live action film to date. So. It is. It is. Be cool. it is. Be cool. I haven't seen the original one, but I would probably agree with you because mm. that new one was terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Um, I don't. Christopher that... Lambert. Yeah. Was uh, Tarzan in The Legend of Grace? He Stoke. was too. I remember that film watching as a kid. That was and a it was a great, great film. film. <laughs> yep. And you guys are just like, what, what the hell are you talking about, old man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for the 70s and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, back to 1986. Mm. Um, one that's sort of closer to my heart of sorts. What was the only Star Wars content we had in 1986? Oh, no. Those uh, animated, oh, the Christmas special. <laughs> No, 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 I reckon it was the, the it was the Ewoks cartoon. Right. <sighs> yep. That one for Trent. Um, bonus question, which season was it? And how <laughs> many episodes came out? For said season. Season two, thirteen? Man with the knowledge. Well done. <laughs> knowledge I don't want to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're on Disney Plus if you want yeah, to revisit yeah, that. Yeah. I've tried to with Bennett, who's my eight year old and he even he struggles. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. Um Okay, what film can we all relate to on a cultural level in this room that was the second highest grossing movie of 1986? Oh, certainly wasn't Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> on a cultural level, interesting. High, second highest grossing. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> was it Dirty Dancing? No. no. <laughs> I think it was 87. We've all had watermelons. Just <laughs> summer at the Catskills. Yeah. So we'll never forget it. <laughs> We're gonna need a clue, buddy. Eighty-six. I mean, is is this, what is, some, is this an Aussie thing like Crocodile Dundee? Ooh, oh, I like there we it. go. Yes, Crocodile yeah. Dundee. Yes. Crocodile nice. Dundee. Oh, yeah. Frank. Good, good lateral thinking. I was gonna talk about a knife. But <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> back to box office. So I'm not going too deep on Crocodile Dundee. Um, <laughs> What came first in the 986 box office? We have mentioned the movie. I was in the number one. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> no. <laughs> we already have mentioned the movie. Aliens. No. No. Wouldn't have been a box Ooh. office hit. Uh, surely, Star not Wars. Ha- surely not Howard the Duck. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a Marvel movie. It's surely made bank. <laughs> Breakfast Club. Uh, Highlander. No. no. Nah. It probably made too much money. <laughs> oh, Top Gun. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yes. Ben, well yes. uh, super bonus. <laughs> uh, just going deeper. Uh, what sequel to a 1984 hit movie? It's a sequel and there wasn't too many sequels around this time. Sequel to a 1984 hit movie came third. No. Godfather 2. There was three of them. There was a remake probably 10 years ago. But the first one's the best one. 
Sequel. Oh, Karate, Karate Kid. Of course. Karate, Karate Kid 2. Karate Kid, yeah. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. So, Karate Kid, was, was... Karate Kid 2 came third. At the to, box office? Yeah. Under wow. Crocodile mm. Dundee. And then I think Jeez. it was Aliens, but it was quite yeah. a considerable drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. okay, last question. Jeez. We've done well. Hey, I'm, I'm happy with our performance tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah. Too, we not haven't had. Yeah. Oh, actually, just as a just before we get to that last question, how old were you in 86? Four. Yep, ben? same four. Uh, six. Yep. <coughs> Eleven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, that's fine. I respect that as I was ten. Um, okay. This actually, if you've been listening, some few hints have already been thrown out there. What 1986 film is owed some royalties from a classic beat-em-up game and why? 86 beat-em-up game. Oh, you um, love the film. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. And why? Um, Because they basically, Shang Tsung, they basically stole the concept for the Shang Tsung character from... And Raiden with the yeah with the hat and the oh, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well okay. done, yep. Frank. That I thought might have been a deep cut, but yes, Big Trouble in Little China, which is probably one of my favourite films of nineteen eighty six. Um yes, right. the character of Raiden in Mortal Kombat is based yep. off one of their villains. Yep. Of course. Yep. Of course. Mm-hmm. Bonus. What is Jack Burton's truck called? Oh, <laughs> oh. The pussy uh. wagon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pulp Fiction. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kill Bill, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Nah. 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 Can't think of it. The Pork Chop Express. Pork Chop. Of course. Oh, I had a pee. Yes. I, I got the pee. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Let's uh, quickly tally it, up. tally it up. I reckon Scotty had that one. Oh, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. By, by a long so. shot. Yep. Was was more lucid in '86 than the rest of us. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a functioning we were, cognitive memory yes. back then. <laughs> we were all still um, cognitively impaired from the death of Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's so right. That put that, our that kind of development us. back a few years. <laughs> tally, the tally, you got the tally sound effect there. What's the thinking music, Frank? Um, the, the, the thinking music is not queued up. That's no. what it is. <laughs> Hey, just out of interest, I've just literally gone into Google and gone 1986 movies. Couple that we can probably shout out: Short Circuit. Oh yes, oh, yes. Flight of the Goodness. Navigator. That was one of Darren's favourites. Yes. This is 1986. Critters. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some nice, it's a great um, year, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a bad year. Mm. The Fly. Oh, oh Goldblum! Goldblum that, in yeah. his peak. Yeah, that was a cool film. I, I recently watched them again on Disney They're good. Plus. They're yeah, very they are cool. Good. They are good. Yeah. How was that sequel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I like the fact they they acknowledge the original. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, yep. mm. yes. So it's just made not... for it. Made for a good Treehouse of Horrors episode mm. as well. Well, it's based on yeah. a um an original The Fly film. Like a, there was a previous one before right. that. So yeah, black and white, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm getting Cronenberg. <laughs> Is it Cronenberg? I'm not sure. Cool Great concept, special though. effects, wasn't yes, it? Yes, time? But isn't yes. that, that that's, yeah. that's a Cronenberg special? And there was two animated movies, each featuring mice and the lead characters. In the Rescuers. Secret of Nim? No. no. Well, not the, uh, again, I've just literally Googled. These are based on the, the ones that have come out. American Tale. Oh, of course. It was 1986. Yes, yes. And there's a. The Great Mouse Detective. Oh, I don't know that one. Must be a Disney. Uh, it's a Disney, probably direct to video type yep. situation. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Speaking of video, did we all have video recorders back then? Were we VHS or beta families? Oh, VHS. I didn't have a V. I don't reckon I got a VHS till the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Dad used to have a handy cam, right? Uh-huh. And the VHS would hang off like a slingshot uh, around <laughs> his shoulder like a, a satchel. Yep. Yeah. And he used to ca- carry it straight. And he, that's how we record, Jeez. straight to VHS. Uh, and, you know, that thing weighed a ton. It and, was, now, and now yeah. we live in a world where you've got Cameras. glasses where you can yeah. go, bloop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, we had yeah. the, the Betamax. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a Betamax. Yeah. And we got into it pretty early as a family. So mm. when you went to the rental store, God bless them, <laughs> You had a 50-50 split of Betamax tapes to rent and VHS tapes yep. to rent. And, of course, VHS won the war over time. Yes. So mm. over a three-year period, you went from 50% of the shop all the way Shrinking. down to two movies to choose from. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, there was a thing called HD DVD. Uh, was yeah. that yep. right? Yeah, yeah. that lost the yep. war against Blu-ray. I've still got Did my it? HD DVD yeah. player yep. at home and probably 40 discs, which I actually, interestingly... Tried to turn on two days ago. Right. And uh, all the discs just bounced, so it's about to oh, be tossed no. into oh. the bin. Right. Um, they're not collectible in any way because they lost the water Blu-ray. Yeah, and they're actually more superior, similar to yes. Betamax. Yep. They're actually more superior quality. And, and uh, just, just the features and how they worked. Yeah. And you want to know what, what was the deciding factor in who won both those wars? Was it? It was essentially the porn industry. Oh, right. They said, we're going to go with Blu-ray, we're going to go with VHS, and so that's where the market went. Yep. Um, That's crazy. Just to answer your VHS question before I tell everyone the scores, we we were lucky actually. We got a VHS in 1980. Whoa! Wow! So my dad's cutting edge. My dad played for a local football team for many many years, and part of his retirement was a um, television. A thirty centimeter television. Wow! Ridiculous. The whopping. Yeah. It would have weighed thirty <laughs> kilos as well. Like. It did. It, it came with its own handle, and it was like it was huge. It was a portable TV at the time, but I think it needed three people to lift. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we got a VHS. So I clearly remember the first wow. VHS we rented as um. Uh, I yeah, just remember. It was um, flying high, actually. Yes. Which probably wasn't suitable for, yeah. um, for <laughs> five or six year old Nicks. Planes or something. Airplane. Yeah, yeah airplane yeah. Um, yeah. over there. Yeah. But yeah, Is we, that Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. 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 But yeah, we, um, yeah, we got one really early and we would watch stuff all the time on it. Your VCR, did it have the corded remote control? No, man. This was this was like $1,200 VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, it didn't have the cord. It had its own one. It was even front load, not top load oh, either. It was yeah. like the bee's knees. Yeah, absolutely. And it lasted forever as well. $1,200. At least. <laughs> at least. In, 80s, in the 80s. Yeah. In the early 80s. Yeah. Like, yeah, 81 it would have been. Whoa. That's when dad retired. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's like buying a five thousand dollar. That's a PS5 yeah. or something, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's just uh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So just scores. Uh, scores. scores. Um, thank you for the segues. Um, okay, so Ben, we got you got two points. Yep. Frank, three and a half. Oh, okay, oh, nice. Trent with six. Scotty. Scotty being in the era, understandably, got 10. So well done, well done, Scotty. Good Good job. Well done, Congratulations. There was no no cheating, was there? I didn't see any cheating. (laughs) No. Well, let Davey be the judge of that. He's a good judge of cheaters. Any toy power, there's never any cheating until someone calls it out falsely. I think that's the real lesson (laughs) we're learning here, isn't it? (laughs) Yep. No. I just... (laughs) 
<laughs> I just want to raise him up. Okay. Um. Well, in a beautiful segue to that, I want to shout out some podcasting world appreciation, right? And right off the top of the bat is DVG, right? They're, if you're not on their Discord, you're, you're missing out. They're, now, that's a new is, thing. Just talk us through that. So it's, it's, new... it's very okay. much like um, the Discord that we run for our Patreons, except it's open to anyone. It's free. So you just need to contact Davey and get the special uh, link because mm. it is very not for safe for work. Well, there's, um, you know, there's quite some um, eye-catching uh, images and uh, memes and uh, <laughs> very dark uh, humor on there. So uh, just so reach who out. Pa- to... Who frequents the Patreon page? Is oh, this... It's 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 everyone. All the all the usual. Is it, um... is it the, the what I'm getting at? Is it the people that appear on the show? Yes. Yes. yes uh, yeah. Okay, so well da- Dave's so. always right. on there, a lot of the um, listeners and things. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got BC Talk and everyone on there as well. Um, it's, it's a really cool page. Okay. like, And it's it's uh, segregated into different categories and things, so there's something for everyone. You can clearly uh, ignore the uh, the naughty pages right. if, you're, if you're not, um, you know, don't want to see them, but there's also a lot of nostalgia, uh, you know, episode chat uh, and all that stuff. I, I highly recommend it. Fantastic. It's on the same level as the podcast is and yep. um, something for everyone. Um, got to shout out Geek Dudes. They're back. Yes. They're back. Season 12. Uh, so, you know, Fresh, Mitch and the other guy are back uh, recording. <laughs> is he um, producing again? Well, yeah. apparently. he, ha- he Under duress. What yeah. have they got? A, like a gun to his head or something? <laughs> something like Paul that. Jones something is like... more excited than both Fresh <laughs> loves and it. Mitch to yeah. secretly yeah. loves it. <laughs> so awesome. So I cannot express how exciting it was to drive to and from work today to listen to them on in my car. And uh, genuinely, you know, it, it's been a big gap in my yep. listening yeah, schedule uh, for over for about a year now, mm. and um, just I, I just hope they can continue this trend. And the, the hour format it works like because the short, show was traditionally a lot longer yes, than an hour. Yes, mm. and so that, that, got... but that's when you also get into a bit of silliness. You, you, you so they just get the bit loopy. Very... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and look, you know, if they go longer, they go longer. But sure. uh, this first episode is an hour long, and it's short, sharp, and punchy, okay. and uh, I love it. I, it's just great to hear them again. Uh, across the pond, John Caulfield has his own podcast. Yes. Yeah. He's podcasting legions. about mythic legions. But it's from called, a European perspective. Yeah, Euro mm-hmm. Legion podcast. So yes. he's got a few other, uh, two other co-hosts also in, U- in the Euro area, so they can talk about That's it. That's great. Like, there isn't in the it world? great to yes. get a bit... Of geographical yes, perspective yes, on these things, it yep. is, and uh, just talking about you know their issues and things uh, that they have to secure, you know their toys and things, and it's not one hundred and ten percent Mythic Legions. They do yep. did talk about the new Masters uh, reveals and things like that, so mm. it was quite nice. And just you know they're they're big into customization, so yes, just talk, yeah. talking through them. A lot of the characters' names, I just I don't I can't even imagine what they're talking about. <laughs> As we've but, uh, tested to yeah. in our episode, uh, but just hearing their passion for a toy line is uh, very cool, and it's nice to hear different accents. Much as I think uh, people like hearing our wacky accents. <laughs> um, and uh, last but not certainly not least, if you love uh, verbal diarrhea, you need to uh, <laughs> listen into the Passive Aggressive podcast. They have hit their milestone hundredth episode, oh, and it is uh, absolutely complete waste of anyone's listening time. <laughs> I I freaking love it. It is always uh, you know very high up there in my listening order when they release a new episode. And 
episode 100. All you need to do is listen to the first two minutes. If you absolutely you know hate that, you. Yeah. you just turn it off and never listen again. <laughs> but if you if you laugh and you, you know, get the humour and you like that crudeness, uh, listen in, you're in for a uh, real joy, a real treat, so to speak. <laughs> so well done. I, you know, I think it's um, important to shout out, you know, other podcasts and yeah. things. And I, I love the the journey that, you know, each and everyone takes on their podcasting and, um, you know, all the best to everyone out there. And, uh, yeah, keep it going. Good keep stuff. Going. Next episode, 307, is going to be from The Vault. We're going to pick an episode for The Vault. Have we got any clues on what it's going to be or is that? Scott, yeah, to, we're to still be... throwing ideas yeah. out there and it it'll be something. It'll be. I'll pick something. It will be an episode. It's from the it vault. It will have voices. Next week is from the vault, but then after that, we're getting Nick back. We're doing the introspective. The what? The intra introspective. Correct. Yes. We What's are. it on? Of course, it is the big one itself. It is the mega franchise, the blockbuster franchise. Star Wars is coming to Toy Power. Yeah. Here we go. And I think this will be it was, it was an exciting time for Star Wars. Oh, it's a very mm-hmm. exciting time. There's so much reveals and information and exciting stuff coming out and about. So I thought we would jump on the bandwagon and we will do our own journey through the toy lines of Star Wars. And I'm looking at a couple of blank faces here who are oh. going to have to do a lot of research. <laughs> I hope there's, let's just say I hope there's not a quiz. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait for it. Yeah, I reckon we might get our Star Wars specialist, Nick, to return for that episode. Of course. Sounds yeah. good. I reckon, yep. Nick, you on board? Yep. Definitely. Yep. All yep. Right. And before, just insights. one more thing before sure. we um, close out, because I know he's not going to shout it out, but uh, our mate Trent is uh, appearing on Lego Masters on Ooh. Monday, Easter Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to seeing you, you know, dabble in the brick pit. Grand Masters, it yeah. is. It should be uh, fantastic. I actually saw Hamish Blake, who's the host here in Australia. Do a segment, and he's contractually obliged to do these segments. It was some <laughs> Today Show that that he has to do, but it was fantastic because yeah. he there's one there. There's, he gets there, and he basically says, "Look, season five. I know I'm an honest guy. If it wasn't any good, I'd say that. I'd say, yeah, third best season. But in all honesty, the best. Oh, and, cool. I, and I have to cool. agree. Like it's just gonna be." Fantastic. So if you like Lego Masters, yeah, it's going to be good. You're going to enjoy this season. Do you know how many episodes are going to in total or not sure? Uh, I, I don't know. But it's more than but three, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it'll be it's a it'll whole be, season. It'll be like more than 10. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. It's right. a full, it's a yeah. full proper season. Because I've, I've been hearing it on the hour, every hour through the radio at work, <laughs> right? So I'm just like, oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, but it, I wasn't sure if it was just a three part no, no, like no, Christmas. No, it's a, it's a big, it's right, a proper, okay. yep, full, cool. you know, it'll, it'll run for a couple of weeks. Wicked. Oh, that's a, even more exciting. It's, well, cool. It's going to be, it's going to be great. So Fantastic. Enjoy. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Nice one. All right. Speaking of new episodes to drop, a uh, new Bluey drops in about, Eight hours from now. And how many episodes are you in on that? How many episodes total? Like, um, um, oh, they still haven't to? finished season three. They're dropping in this weird right. sort of like. No, but what I'm talking about your podcast. Oh, sorry. our podcast. Um, yeah, we uh, we've done our fiftieth episode. Excellent. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. So it's Excellent. all ticking along. We've um got an interview. I'm not going to spoil it because I don't think I'm contractually allowed to. But we've got an interview coming up with someone who works on Bluey, which will be very exciting. They've got their and then the Bluey album comes out. 
uh, a couple of weeks, 24th of April, something like that. So, so album is in songs from Blue. Yeah, so this will right. be the second album. They've already, yep. They did one you know, a year or so ago and then this is their second album. So Fantastic. Keen. Very good. I, well done. I think we need a bit of karaoke, Toy Power karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> bit of bluey, maybe. Inspired. I'll, I'll have to hear the tracks first, Let's but yeah, I'll it. give it a bash. It's, it's on. <laughs> Note it down, Scotty. We're doing <laughs> it's on the run sheet. Toy Power Karaoke. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. So great to have your company and to all our Patreons. Thank you for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. We love it and appreciate all the interactions. Stay safe, take care, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.